Welcome back to the logistics edition of the Venari podcast with our guest, Mike Futch. Mike is the CEO of Tompkins Robotics, a leading provider of autonomous mobile robot solutions. Mike, thank you for being on. Thank you very much, Gov, for inviting me today, and I look forward to our conversation. Definitely. And look, I think the topic we're going to be discussing is flexible automation. Um, you know, what it is, its advances within this vertical, and really what the future holds for this technology. Um, so to kick us off, you know, what is flexible automation? Well, what I consider flexible automation is a fleet of autonomous elements and vehicles, AMRs, doing what rigid fixed systems of the past have done. You may see over my shoulder here, a bunch of AMRs running around sorting items. That's what our system is based on. And so in the past, you had these large, fixed, long lead time, heavy steel types of systems, uh, sorters and different other types of automation. And now you're seeing a, a revolution in the marketplace where a fleet of autonomous individual elements are doing what those large systems have done in the past. And what makes these systems so flexible is that they're not bolted to the floor, they're portable, they're easily scalable, modular, expandable, and configurable. Definitely. I was going to say it's an incredible background with them moving around like that. Uh, it's certainly one of the most fun ones I've seen in a while. So, <laughs> and, uh, I was going to say, with the past 18 months, especially and the growth, especially with e-commerce, that's continued to be say, a shine on the offering and awareness of this top technology. Have you seen a huge increase in demand um, for this type of product? Most definitely. Um, the, the COVID pandemic has actually accelerated our business and I think many, many other robotic solution providers to where our sales in 2021 and 2022 are probably where they would have been two years down the road. Wow. It's really accelerated the marketplace for AMR and robotic solutions most definitely. And the, um, the reasons for that acceleration are multifold. Uh, one is the fact that uh, labor availability, workforce constraints are very large in the U.S. and in other markets as well. You just can't get enough workers to do the work that's there. And then in addition to that, we're all aware of how online and e-commerce has gone through the roof. Uh, sales are way ahead of where they were projected to be uh, by this time, 2021. And if you think about the labor required to fulfill an order that consists of one or two items, as opposed to an order going to a store shelf that may be a full case, the labor requirements have gone up exponentially to fulfill these more labor intensive orders, e-commerce type of orders, while there's been a constraint on the labor availability. And so um, retailers, manufacturers, distributors, 3PL, shippers, they've all had to resort to new technologies to try to fill that gap. I was going to say, because we've seen obviously a bit of negative press in regards to the effects that this will have on the labor market. Do you think that's fair? I think you just explained it incredibly well. There's such a gap here in terms of the labor force, but also the affordable costs and the number of individuals who are available in the market. Is that a fair assumption that it's going to have a negative effect on the labor market? I don't consider it to be fair at all. As a matter of fact, uh, robotics and automation are filling the gap of that increase in labor requirement, while, while there's been a constraint on the labor availability, to allow businesses to meet their demand and get 24-7 operation and without having to build new buildings in some cases and extend the resources and the staff they have. 
Most of our customers do not let go of a single person when they implement our system. They spread those people over more shifts, more days to get more volume and capacity out of the same facility with the same amount of people. And the robots fill the gap in the shortfall of people. And also the robots allow the system to run 24 seven and if necessary. And uh, it also is reliable. For example, uh, in the workforce today, there's such a large turnover and that requires training and um, replacement of uh, individuals. There's ongoing recruitment. Turnover is actually hitting over 50% in some industries and businesses. And so robotics help fill that gap. But uh, the assessment of some people in the media or out there saying that robots are replacing people's jobs is just an unfair characterization. That's not what's happening. Perfect. And, um, you know, in terms of the hiring market right now, it's incredibly hard. I know, obviously, we're an executive search firm and it's never been busier, strange enough. But uh, from your side, how's hiring been? Has it been quite difficult? Do you find the right stuff? Or has it been quite easy given the uh, innovation and you know what's needed? It, it runs the gauntlet. Uh, so um, for the most part, we have a backlog of resumes that come in because people see our technology on the web and they think that's pretty cool. I want to do that. So we get a fair number of people, but then there are a few select positions that are difficult to fill. So it runs the range from easy to difficult, depending upon the position and the te technical expertise that you're looking for that individual position. Um, we're having more of an issue, I think, right now with software uh, developers than any other position. And the reason why is software is just such a hot market. Um, and we're located in Orlando, Florida, which is not known as the software capital of the world. In terms of that market, there must be an incredible surplus of individuals who want to be part of this. But as you said, in terms of the skill set that's needed as well, uh, it's, it's quite a difficult market. And yeah, software is certainly... Uh, a hot topic at the moment uh, so uh, yeah i can imagine it's been quite difficult i think was, the last thing i was going to ask you was really you know how far would you say we are from lights out manufacturing with completely automated processes well i, I think we're much closer than they were than we were three years ago and definitely 10 years ago but we're not there yet uh, i'll give you a couple of examples so we have a we have a customer where we're putting in our t-sort system to sort items. And it's in phase one, it's being married up with an auto store system. And so the auto store system is an automated storage and retrieval system uh, that delivers the goods to a pick port. An operator picks the items out of the pick port, puts it onto the T-sort, the T-sort sorts it out to the individual order. They're planning a phase two where they'll replace most of the individuals doing that process of picking up the items and putting them onto our robots with robotic picking place arms. They're also in phase two, planning to put our new exchange system, which automates the exit side of the sorter system by picking up a completed order tote, taking it away to packing and putting an empty container back in place so that there are no people on the exit side of the system. And then of course, they're planning on using auto baggers and things like that. The bottom line is, Machines are not to the point where they can handle the entire range of product and the complexity of product and processes that humans can. So there's always gonna be exceptions to what is a general flow. So you can't automate 90% of the workflow steps right now with different technologies, but that 10% you can't automate because it's difficult product, difficult processes. 
And then also on top of that, you also have people that can move from doing manual processes into managing a bank of machines or automated elements, right. and they just transition their job. So going lights out is not a reality right now. As a matter of fact, unless you're doing a very standard product, standard process, it's going to be very difficult to ever get there, uh, in my opinion, at least in the next few years. I think one thing we can say is it's certainly going to be an exciting time over the coming years with this vertical. And uh, look, thank you again for, you know, sparing your time and giving some insight into this industry. Well, thank you, Gov. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and your audience. And uh, I look forward to our next conversation. Yeah, I can't wait. Speak soon. Thank you.